you've seen the headlines. Decreased budgets and increased scrutiny mean it's more important than ever for advertisers to produce outcomes. Mountain is helping brands do that by turning the TV into a performance marketing machine. With Mountain, your ads reach tens of thousands of audience segments and get seen exclusively on premium streaming networks. And you can sit back as your campaigns automatically optimize thousands of times a day to drive peak performance. The result? High-impact ads served at the right time, right place, and to the right audience. Visit Mountain.com to learn more. Today's episode of the AW360 podcast features Melissa Bauma, CEO of content marketing agency Manifest. Melissa discusses the efficiency of content marketing in a recession, how it can be a solution for those concerned about new data privacy laws, and how a content-first approach is beating traditional agencies in pitches. We hope you enjoy this episode. Melissa, thanks for taking the time to be on the AW360 podcast today. I'm so pleased to have you on. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. You're CEO of Manifest. Please tell us what is Manifest and what do you do there? Absolutely. So Manifest is a full service AOR setup, but also a content agency. So we are um, a full service agency with a history and a legacy in content. And so we use content as our main communications mechanism. And as mentioned earlier, I'm the CEO. So I have the pleasure of leading the agency. Excellent. Well, you know, I think it probably goes without saying, but I'm going to say it anyway. Um, during the past couple of years, there's been a lot of people making content, I think far more than ever. And we were already kind of heading that way to begin with. But, you know, with the pandemic, everybody was at home. Everybody was trying out, you know, I, I think there was 100,000 podcasts at one point, once upon a time. And now there's like 100 million, something like that. How do you go about differentiating what you offer through Manifest with, with so much noise out there? I'm always intrigued to find out when people are in the content business. How do you really set yourself apart? Yeah, that's a great question because as you probably know, there's about 5% of content that actually lands on people's eyes or ears and 95% that only see robots. So when we think about how we fall into that 5%, it really comes down to thinking about being valuable. We believe content is an exchange of value. It is either a, it's um information, education, a story to the user in exchange for their time or attention. And when we find ways to actually provide real value, that's how we find ourselves to, to fall into that 5%. What separates Manifest is that we pull on our legacy in the space of content, and about half of our creative team are journalists. So we bring journalism into the creative pod, and we have those journalists go out and find the untold stories and then bring them back to the client and think about emotional ways to tell those stories. It's a fascinating approach. I like that a lot. I, you know, I would love more story in, in the marketing that I see for sure. You know, we're either in or about to hit a recession. I guess it depends on, you know, what part of the world you're in and, you know, which economy you're, you're living under. But what sort of efficiency does content marketing give during a recession? 
So that is one of the value adds of content marketing is that you can take that story and think about all of the different ways to tell it. It doesn't have to only live as a 30 second ad spot. It can be an article, it can be short form, it can be interactive and actually taking that one story and then atomizing it as we call it across all of the different channels brings that efficiency for our clients. It's not one story told one way. It's one story told in all of the ways that are appropriate for the audience or for the channel. Interesting. Is that is that a manifest term, atomizing? Uh, I've heard it used before, but I think I use it most. <laughs> <laughs> Fair <Yeah>. enough. <laughs> Fair enough. You know, we um, in the industry are facing a lot of privacy challenges. And I think, you know, for the better of, of creativity and just for our industry as a whole, how does content marketing provide a solution for those concerned about data privacy laws, both now and down the road? So the beauty of content is that it is owned and you can use it to acquire your own first party intelligence around your audiences. You can use it in either gated or non-gated way. Again, as mentioned in that exchange for in uh, audience information. So rather than using third party targeting, you can actually use your own curated list by using content as that exchange. And how do brands then measure ROI with you know, all these different things that you could be putting together with a campaign? Uh, really thinking about what the business objective is and then making sure you set your campaign goal up to support that business objective and then parsing it down to a thoughtful attribution model, really understanding the way that each story, each piece of content is going to help impact the consumer journey, and then thinking about how you attribute that back to the final sale. Content does lend itself uh, very well to more complex or longer consumer journeys or B2B journeys. And so really thinking about how you watch content impact and then setting up an appropriate attribution model. You know, I'm really curious if you could walk me through the process of, say, you had in a hypothetical new client, for example, and they sold, I don't know, clothing. What does the process look like between bringing that client on board and actually creating content and then getting feedback along the way as to, you know, what worked, what didn't? Mm -hmm. So what we're going to want to do is set up a strategy at the onset, whether it's something that is a little bit more nimble and quick and dirty, or if it's something that is road mapped out for the next few years. Uh, either way, you're going to want to have a strategy that considers for who is the audience that we're trying to reach? What is our brand's point of view? And then what are the business goals that we're trying to achieve? The triangulation of the three of those is really what nets out in a content value proposition so that content's reason for being. And then once we have that, we'll use it to drive a measurement framework so that we can plan on what we're going to measure before we make anything. With those things in place, we can then start to concept and develop and then make sure that we're holding ourselves accountable to that measurement plan and to those business goals along the way iterating and optimizing for performance. And, you know, one of the things a lot of brands are trying to achieve, I always think of as the Apple factor, the idea that you're sort of have such a strong both product to begin with and then I think marketing message alongside it that you've created, whether intentional or not, you've created all these communities around your product or products. How does Manifest go about working with brands to create active, engaged communities with, with their own channels? 
using content as that opportunity for conversation and then mm-hmm. using it to uh, stimulate conversation, whether it's in social community or to your point in own communities or actually having the content be the media itself. Um, content can be used acquisitionally, but it can be also used on the other side to really be um, thought leader information and to draw people to it. So when you tell the story first versus just following the trends, people are going to be drawn to it. And of course, that's going to stimulate community and conversation. Is is one of those approaches more difficult than the other? Or does that really just depend on the brand and, and you know what it is that they're offering? I think it tends to depend on the brand and where they are in their business journey. Um, setting up a media and owned media program is not always something that is achievable right out of the gate. It also depends on kind of what your differentiator is and whether or not you're, you're the first in a market. But either way, if you have something unique to stay or a point of view that is truly your own, I think that's going to draw people toward it. And when it comes to new technologies on the horizon, what is Manifest's view on things like the metaverse? So the metaverse is really exciting um, because it's a different form and a different format for content. Um, Content to me really are stories that can be either read, viewed, heard, and now with the metaverse, it's experienced. Um, So it is a place where there's a lot of opportunity to create what I think is the future of content, which is interactive content that provides Mm -hmm. some sort of utility or experience. And do you think that manifest alignment with journalists is going to help you better position yourself to create stories within you know those experiences? Yeah, what I love about journalism is that there is, and you know this as a journalist, there's an objectivity, there's an impartiality, and there's a quest for the truth. So when you're going forward seeking those things versus always driving uh, maybe your own uh, narrative first, it's definitely something that is going to be different than an advertising might feel. Yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm very intrigued. If maybe you can tell about the, the journalism component of this. Um, looking ahead, and this is a two-part question. What do you think the next five years poses for Manifest? Part one is in terms of challenges and mm-hmm. part two in terms of potential successes. Yeah. So I think the next five years for Manifest, as far as challenges, you you mentioned this earlier in the podcast, which is that there is even more acceleration of consumption, which means that there's more competition, Um, more agencies, more uh, brands trying to get into the space of storytelling. Uh, I'm very confident in our ability of where we pull from to be able to stay at the head of the pack. But of course, you know, where there is trend, there's going to be more competition. Where I see opportunity is just in what we've been talking about, which is that we're holding on to our legacy of journalism, but really making sure that those stories are told in very novel ways, like the metaverse or like interactive content, which is the future. And if we can continue to kind of change what content is I don't know if you can see me, but air quotes, and how it's perceived, I believe content should be a communications method, not a tactic. That's what I think the opportunity is to really think about what are our stories and then how do we create tactics versus using content as a tactical lane of its own underneath of advertising. 
Amazing answer. I absolutely love that. Well, Melissa, this has been fantastic. Where can people go to find more about you and Manifest? Uh, manifest.com, pretty easy. Um, and so, yeah, on manifest.com, we have our itch, which is where we have our thought leadership. We're also on LinkedIn, and we also have our own creative community called Creative Pushups that you can find on LinkedIn. What that is, is a community where we invite all creatives, agencies, brands, you know, um, alike to join and really think about how we exercise our muscles in creativity. Excellent. Well, thanks so much for taking the time to be on the show today. This was super fascinating. And I I love the journalism aspect of this. I'll definitely be checking that out. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for listening. For more episodes of AW360, visit www.advertisingweek.com slash podcasts. And while you're there, be sure to check out our other podcast series for the advertising, marketing, and technology industries. The TV is no longer just a brand awareness play. With Mountain's self-serve connected TV ad software, you can get real-time data-backed insights that take the guesswork out of TV ad measurement. With Mountain, you can track your connective TV ad performance down to the last decimal, compare it to your other channels with leading web analytics integrations, and even see which viewers are taking the next step to visit your website or make a purchase, regardless of which household device they use. Visit mountain.com to learn more.